you're listening to the Three Pixels Tech Gaming and Movie Podcast. Bonus episode, Movie First Impressions, presented and edited by Alan Taylor. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of First Impressions. And I'm joined today by Three Pixels regular, Ben Ridley. Hello. Who is very ill, excuse him, and Martin Gregory. Hello. Can I just say I'm not dying? Like I'm, I'm not, you said I'm very ill, I'm not like... On a drip here. I just have a cold and I might we've, cough a few times. We've had to do a special screening in the hospital for Ben's last few days. Thanks. Uh, it was his final <laughs> wish to see Rampage. Uh, no, we went to the European premiere to go see Rampage and we're going to talk about our first impressions. I rescued George when he was two years old. He's family. What's happening to my friend? His friend's a gorilla. You don't have to tell that story. Is it me or is he considerably bigger? No, he's definitely bigger. He's not the only one. They're gonna put George down. I can't let that happen. Rampage. George, you okay? Good to have you back, buddy. Uh, So Rampage is directed by Brad Rayton, who previously did San Andreas. Have either of you seen that? Yes. Yeah. No, yes. No, I haven't. Yeah, I, I, it was um, it was a fun film. Bill. It's a big dumb popcorn movie. Yeah. And Brad Rayton is now following in the footsteps of Roland Emmerich, and going from a nature apocalypse movie to a big monster movie. I think it started really well. Actually, I enjoyed the yeah. first few sequences. Yeah. Enough of the jokes landed at the beginning yeah. that I I was I warmed to it and I was kind of hopeful that okay these guys know what they're doing. In the opening, we meet. Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Davis, who is a ape conservationist. And uh, he's got this unbreakable bond with George the Albino Gorilla. And then it kind of goes into clunky exposition town a bit with the two bad guys who I found kind of insufferable. I did not enjoy when they were on the screen at all. They're these two corporate bosses of a research company who cause three random animals to turn into giant monsters, right? one of which is George the Gorilla. We were just forcing all the information down our throats a bit. But then a giant wolf attacks a helicopter and I was back on board. Oh, yeah. That was great. That was great. Uh, <laughs> I think that entire sequence was incredible. Um, yeah. I, oh, um, the, what, the whole thing leading up to that as well? Um, leading up to it as well oh, as the actual wolf scene itself and how they actually built towards that, I actually enjoyed I always think of those cheesy 80s movies, and this is like a little bit of a modern twist for me. I, that's why I, I completely got taken back to those kind of movies, and that made me smile because I, I could reminisce in that way. And I feel like there was a callback there somewhere. And, and, and that's, yeah, why, I like that. that's why I enjoyed the build-up towards it. When he, he jumped up over the cliff and, and tore a helicopter to pieces, yeah, I, I was back. And straight after that, we meet Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He is very Negan in this role, and I think... You had enough charisma to keep up with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who is known for being a charismatic, charming. I disagree. I disagree. You can't compete with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, no. I think he started extremely strong and then they just didn't use him very well at all. I know. That first interaction between those two, I I really enjoyed. He just appears and then just goes back away. And then there's another bit. That's a writing problem. (laughs) Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I think, he brought... Yeah. He was very good. I mean, we can talk about the writing because the writing is definitely not the strong suit here. Um, Classic monster movie. Yeah, it doesn't need to be anything. I think, at, I, if anything, there was too much. Not enough monsters fighting. 
that's why I came here. And I, I don't think we had enough monsters fighting. I think it was underused. They had a great concept. They didn't. They weren't beholden to the source material that much because the original source material didn't have a story. But that doesn't mean the movie doesn't need to have a story. They had free range. Uh, they could have utilized it much better. They could have had a lot more. What did you guys think about the monsters fighting each other? I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Honestly, some of the greatest uh, monster fights I've actually seen in a long time. And and I would, you know, I, I challenge any of the films who want to be monster movies to go back, watch this film, and watch what they did. Honestly, it felt to me like they didn't feel weak in any way. They all had their strong suits. With um, They all, like, adapted. And throughout the movie, they were adapting. Like, the wolf gained extra powers with, like, the hedgehog spikes. And it was just nice to show them that they were adapting. And none of them came off, like oh, well, that's not quite threatening. They all had their individual traits. And even George at times, I actually thought, like, he's going to go full bad guy here, you know? Yeah, uh, I wanted more of it. I wish it was much more explored. But like you said, there wasn't enough fighting in between. There was a lot of exposition, a lot of story base. It, it didn't balance, like, what we come to see of monsters fighting over some of the story. I think they could have cut a lot of it out. Dwayne Johnson's actual personal features coming into the role... Yeah, and I don't know why they tried to make him into this um, Byronic hero. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is far too charming and personable and uh, entertaining to be a a Byronic figure, I think. Yeah, I agree with you on that as well. And just a delight to watch. As always, I mean, I found that he can do no wrong, really. I I enjoy whenever he's on screen. I think the film had a great premise, obviously, with with, with the monster battles and that final, you know, the scenes going on, you know, in the city, breaking things up. That that was what I came into the film expecting to see. And that that was when I was probably the most happiest is seeing that stuff going on near the end. And I think the start was absolutely brilliant. The tension building at the start, I was really, really into it. So I agree with everything you're saying. I like really like the first few scenes. They didn't really know quite how to get from that start through to the end properly. And I also feel like they didn't really know how to end. I think we wanted to see uh, more going on. Um, I'd like to have seen more military presence getting involved and stuff like that. I mean, I don't know what the hell the, the president of the United States was doing during all this. Was he <laughs> just something? Because you never even heard from him or That's... even mentioned from him. I'm glad you, you just saw the military guys. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I even wondered at times, like, why are they not talking to the president? Yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, I want less human beings in this movie. Okay. I don't, I don't want you to cut away to Mr. President. <laughs> figure out, I suppose. No. And I would just have because well, actually, we didn't really have monsters fighting monsters. Until the end, we yeah, had monsters fighting people. We had monsters destroying the city, which was also actually quite quite fun. But we didn't have monsters fighting monsters till the end, and I wanted more of that. Yeah, it's a great summer blockbuster. It's it's one of these films that you can go in, and it doesn't matter what age you are. There's something in there. It's inoffensive. It's not going to stir up any controversy. You know, there's something in there. There's a bit of humour in there. But everyone can enjoy it is what I'm trying to say. There's everything in there for the family as well. You know, it's not a film that's going to make you think a lot. It's not a film that's going to ask, it's asking many questions or, or even trying to answer many questions. But um, I think it is one that uh, is taking you on a sort of experience, a sort of journey. And I would honestly, personally, um, as a tech person, advise you to see this in something like IMAX or something like really kind of spectacular because that really makes it for this kind of film, I think. If you're going to see a spectacle, this, go see it in the cinema. Yeah. 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 This, no, I, I don't think you'll get much out of it <laughs> watching it at home. I will agree with that nothing really, really was offensive. It was one of those films you can sit back, watch, almost like a Transformers movie. But overall, I really did enjoy myself. I will say, although the film kind of gets a bit muddy at the end, the 
CGI and the, the design of the monsters was pretty good. I was excellent. Well, I mean, yeah, I, the I, main I, premises around the monsters. No, I know. And I, I, I was actually kind of worried before I went in that they wouldn't sell the monsters. You know, the gorilla, he's human like he is very human like in in the way he is and his facial expressions and the way he moves and the way he gestures and it does make you feel for him as a character in a way that i think you might not have done if this film was made you know several years ago i give full props right now out to all the technical teams who have no doubt worked their backside off to make this film look as good and feel as realistic as possible it, it falls a bit flat at times it it you know, it's a bit clunky, but yeah, I, I wanted a big dumb action movie, and that's what it was. But too much, too many humans. I'm like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, more Dwayne, more monsters, and we'd be definitely happy. Would I recommend anyone to go and see this film? I think yes. If you want a film to just go and enjoy for the pure fact of enjoying a film, it's one of those films that I think you know you don't have to think too much to be able to enjoy. You're going to enjoy it just by letting the film, you know, take you on this journey. Like, I, I don't mean this in a uh, dismissive way at all. Go to cinema, turn your brain off, and just enjoy it. And it, it did to be an experience at the end of the day, and that's what we go to the cinema for. Yeah, it was exactly what I thought it was. Exactly, yeah. So yeah. If, if you, you've seen the trailer, you know what this is going to be. If you think you're going to enjoy it, you probably will. Yeah. Okay, so if you've reached this point in the podcast, but you haven't seen the movie, we're going to just cover a few spoilers now that we just need to talk about. <laughs> so if you either don't care about spoilers or you've seen the movie and you want to hear us talk about the plot, Martin, go ahead. Okay. Something we didn't actually say, but obviously we couldn't say, is that they kept true to George's character. They said at the very beginning he was a bit of a jokester, a bit of like, that's how he behaves. Yeah. Yeah. And he did keep true to that character, and I think it was good. But I did want him to die for pure satisfaction. <laughs> because then it would have, it would have actually left me gone... Like, like you guys, oh, he's going he's gonna to survive in a bit. That's the credits are rolling. Yeah. You know, they're going to get back to it. And I think that would have kept a more shock value. And I think that would have, all right, maybe this would be my, my evil side, like, ha, 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 no happy ending for I you. I think you, your optimism is seeing past the fact that they probably want to turn this into a franchise. I was literally going to say, <laughs> this is going to become a number two. There's going to be another one. Yeah, George versus a bunch of whole lot different other animals. King Kong um, versus George. There we go. Godzilla versus George. Um, but no, I, I think the games did have, at least the later games, had a whole cast of characters that they can pull from. So they're not short of, of characters and monsters. But I will say one thing that I kind of wished had happened, and I don't want to armchair rights because I know that's ridiculous, but there's a point in the movie where uh, the rocket's shot and, you know, killed for all intents and purposes, I was so hoping he was going to inject himself with one of the things that turns him into a monster as well. I just, I really <laughs> wanted them to get weird with it. Yeah, just it crazy quite cool, actually. And just yeah. weird monster powers and things. I know, I know the monsters were cool, <laughs> but it, the, when they did show their powers, it was like the first time we saw that. I was like, oh, okay, I guess that he can fly now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted them to just embrace I think I just wanted them to embrace the, the concept a lot more I couldn't see Dwayne the Rock Johnson mm. becoming a monster I just yeah, couldn't oh, I've been shot I'm going to die uh, the only just way the... I can heal is if I inject this rampage virus into myself <laughs> that would have been my kind of crazy nonsense that's the fan but, fiction that's coming yeah soon. I'll write my fan fiction watch, watch out on um, I don't know Tumblr sure 
Because like Ben said, everything I think that's in there is expected. You could choreograph the whole thing from a mile away. Yeah. I'm really sorry. Yeah. One scene I want to talk about, Go which I think was the best scene of the entire film, was the airplane scene with George on. I think that was the best scene in the entire film, in my opinion. If it's not actually... Why? Why? I just felt it was just a... It was just a fun action scene, like people flying all over the place, uh, the plane going down. I just really enjoyed it. Watching the forklift just impale him. You're yeah. thinking, oh, that's it. You're, like, you're safe. But you know as an audience member, you're not safe. No. You, you know you're not safe. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Martin. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. See you later. Adios, amigos. You've been listening to the Three Pixels podcast, a production by Alan Taylor, music provided by Epidemic Sound, and exec produced by Abrupt Audio. With that, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Good night. Dwayne Johnson is underrated. <coughs> He's not. He's perfectly. Everyone loves him. Underrated. Underrated. Underrated.